0: Welcome to a new season of Stories Behind Tennessee Tourism, the podcast that pulls back the curtain on all things travel and tourism in this great state of Tennessee. We are pleased to present a series of interviews, recorded live and in person, at the 2021 Governor's Conference on Hospitality and Tourism. On this episode, we sat down with Molly Brown, the Executive Director of Cookville-Putnam County's Visitors Bureau. In the last two decades, I've spent a great deal of time in Cookville, Tennessee, which sits in the middle of the state between Knoxville and Nashville. Whether on my jaunts to the state capitol and back, or during the time we worked with Tennessee Tech University, which is based there, I've seen the area grow in size and ambition as more people discover it, and all that it has to offer. I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that Molly probably has had something to do with that growth. Given her talents, passions, and experience, she's a natural at this stuff. Listen in to see how her story goes. Molly, thank you so much for joining us on these, this podcast, the uh, uh, Stories of Tennessee. We're live and alive here at the uh, Governor's Conference Tourism 2021, which is a blessing, right? Because absolutely, it could have been that this did not happen, and we wouldn't be doing this yeah, in person. Yeah, thank you. I also appreciate you doing this back in 2019 with Chris too. So that was that was a great episode. And, and I appreciate you coming back on. Let's start with easy question. Okay. Tell me about yourself and what you do.
1: All right, well, uh, I am the Executive Director of the Visitors Bureau in Cookville, Putnam County. I uh, worked in tourism, gosh, for 16 years. So everything from the bed and breakfast industry to working for the state tourism department mm-hmm. to uh, PR and marketing. And so, you know, just right. love tourism and being able to share the stories of Tennessee and share our backyard as a destination.
0: How long ago did you make the leap from TD uh, TD to uh, Cookville? Actually
1: um, I was in Cookville and then kind of got recruited by Cindy Dupree the yeah. the previous PR director yeah. for the state and uh, Cindy. I went I went to the state for about a year and a half and then Zach Ledbetter who's actually at the state now yeah. <laughs> um, he recruited me to come back to Cookville yeah. so I've been back for five years actually this past Sunday. Congratulations Yeah. that's
0: actually that's that's one of the uh, the reasons I, I hit on that is because you know we're sort of celebrating all these anniversaries mm-hmm. right now right the first big thing obviously is the state of tennessee's 225th mm-hmm. birthday was this year design sensories hit our 20th milestone this year and you get five years at, at cookville that's fantastic i don't think you would have anticipated you know, the pandemic (laughs) when you took on the Cookville job?
1: Absolutely not. No? Um, Uh,
0: And so I asked this sort of question just because it's it's such an interesting one for everybody, you know, especially with the theme of this conference. Can you name a memorable moment? What's a top memorable moment of the last you know, 10, 20 years for you um,
1: oh, gosh. in this industry. In this industry. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on as far as, do you mean like in an experience that I've gotten to be a part of as far as a project or just as for Tennessee in general? You
0: well, know, it, it can be in anything. I think a personal story would be yeah. great
1: too. Well, um, when I worked for the state, one of the biggest things that uh, stands out for me is getting to do a project with Dolly Parton. <laughs> And Peter Greenberg, so one of the biggest stars in general on the planet, and then one of the top travel writers in the world, and being able to be in Studio B where Elvis recorded, and see the two of them sit down at a piano together, and just sitting there in that window watching them interact with each other and Dolly singing, and they brought a mic out and they told her it was Porter's, and she got really teary-eyed and. Just to, to be there, I get chills even thinking about it now. But those kind of things, you wow. know, tur- tourism definitely creates emotion, and you could tell that in, in the video that they were taking at the time, too. Like, it really captures, and... Um, that was probably one of my biggest moments of being able to do to say I did something with her.
0: What was she? What was that, a project you were working on? Was she doing something for the state? So
1: she was working with the state, and it was a, a trip across Tennessee. So she started in Memphis and then came across to Nashville and then back across to East Tennessee. Right. And um, Peter wanted to, to travel across Tennessee with Dolly, and so we got to help kind of orchestrate that.
0: Oh, that's a beautiful concept, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing to me, just as an aside, how everybody, you know, on my way up here to Murfreesboro, I, I had started to listen to a bunch of uh, um, podcasts from 2019, just just kind mm-hmm. of getting back in the groove a little bit, because it's kind of weird. You can feel a little rusty, you know, getting back out again. And it's amazing to me how consistently and cumulatively everybody refers to Dolly in the highest... <laughs> of uh, uh, superlatives, of accolades, and just how such a genuine, wonderful, caring person she is.
1: Oh, absolutely. And Everybody like wants universal. to be like her. Yeah.
0: And uh, that's tremendous. And certainly she is what possibly one the icon of the state of Tennessee, possibly the well, she is a Dolly, Elvis, Jack. Those are sort of like our, mm-hmm. you know, three legs. On Tennessee the stool, is maybe.
1: known on the first name basis of those three for sure.
0: Absolutely. So that's a, that's an incredible memory. Um, I'm going to shift now to kind of the present day a little bit. And, you know, with you at five years at at Cookville, Putnam County, um, I want to talk a little bit about the challenges of, sure, the last 18 months, but really just the question is, like, what are the learnings from the last 18 months? Is something, you know, because it's, yeah, everybody's gone through challenges and adversities, but it's what you learn that, you know, is what you take hopefully with you and makes you stronger, right? Mm -hmm. So is there something that you can share um, from what you've had to deal with um, that could perhaps perhaps help people uh, do better?
1: Um, I think, you know, being able to be adaptive but I think that's something we've all had to learn. And to be creative, think outside the box. Like, how can we market in a way, you know, people are scared to travel, so what can we do to help them to feel safe traveling? And, you know, thankfully for us, we're an outdoor destination. We were able to really, like, embrace that and, and do everything we possibly could to try to create these trip itineraries and backroading and all the ways that people could still safely travel and come to our destination. And, and thankfully, we were able to, to sustain. We were still down in numbers, but not compared to, some of the the other other destinations. destinations yeah
0: there's sort of a confluence of things there you mentioned you being such a beautiful outdoor destination the area is blessed with beautiful natural resources do you feel like you have seen a lot of people discover that area for the first time or is it people who are you know kind of discovering their backyard you know like what what's the mix is it is it people who are coming from quite a bit of a way out and discovering that area? Or is it, you know, people that are 30 minutes away just realizing what they have at home?
1: I think it's both. I think with us being located between Nashville and Knoxville and just north of Chattanooga, we were able to get a lot of people who were looking at those bigger metro areas originally. And then they thought, well, we need to find somewhere that's a little less populated to visit. And so they saw us on the map. But then I think in those cities, we saw people looking for that weekend getaway or a little staycation kind of opportunity and that's where we put our digital marketing to be able to to hit those audiences and to, to be able to promote that and just really focus on the road trip and the weekend getaways.
0: And I'm sure that's what you mean by some of that adaptability of right mm-hmm. looking and seeing what is potentially happening on the ground and then pivoting pretty quickly to to take advantage of that or to at least you know try to find a way to be successful. Right. And you know, every talks professionally. But personally, you know, for, for you, has the pandemic been a time of reflection or inflection? You know, what what's allowed you to maintain your level of commitment? What's inspired you through some of these tougher times?
1: With this industry, I live and breathe my job. So I can't even go on vacation without thinking about, oh, well, there's a great idea that we could use, you know, like because you never turn your tourism brain off, when, especially, right. you know, when I love to travel. So right. um, I'm always inspired by that and being able to, to take the time to rest, um, there has been a lot of reflection. But and you know, if you don't take your vacation days, you're giving yourself a pay cut. And so, right. taking the vacation days, taking the time to get away and really regroup, and and to just you know, be able to take in what's different and to to be inspired.
0: It's actually very interesting. That you mentioned that I was uh, reading an article about how you know people take sick days, mm-hmm. but at least in the U.S., it's still a, maybe a potential stigma. <laughs> they don't take sad days, you know, days where...
1: Um, I call those mental health days. Yes, mental health yes. days, which is
0: what we sort of call them to the HC but 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 just days where it's like it's, it's acceptable to say, look, my energy's not there. I'm not feeling it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give 100%. I might even be detrimental. Right. So, But what was funny is that they had mentioned, you know, travel being one of those things that even if it's a, it's, it's a short uh, excursion out, John that that is something that is quite rehabilitative right for people so uh so that's 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 actually a great point and i think it's been on center stage for a lot of people you know uh, whether it be uh simone biles of the olympics or other celebrities mm-hmm. or high performance individuals who have been uh, open open a bit more vulnerable with you know the times they don't feel so great mm-hmm. you know let me ask another question then you know i'm happy to hear that people are embracing your destination for the genuine reasons and the value propositions that it has do you feel like the future has more of that And what i'm getting at is you know kobe's not just going to go away right um you know more likely we're all just going to have to learn to live with it you know what does the future hold in your opinion for you know, travel for tourism, hospitality and, and for the things that need to happen to move forward.
1: Yeah, you know, I think we just have to be smart about how we market and you know, I think obviously safe travel has been that messaging that we, we've been doing, but we really are focusing like for us, we're focusing a lot in digital. So we can always be altering the messaging as we go based on whatever status we are at. And right. you know, is it masking, is it social distancing, or is it, you know, focusing on the outdoors, switching over to patios for the color side of marketing, you know, all these different things is just always being able to adapt.
0: You know, I, I mean, we would remiss to not dive a little bit deeper into that because you bring it up a couple of times and because of mm-hmm. what we do, you've mentioned digital numerous times. Mm-hmm. Do you do any traditional as part of that? And please feel mm-hmm. free not to, to divulge what you want or not, but do you do any traditional in that mix or is it predominantly mostly digital to maintain that level of attribution and uh, adaptability
1: so for us we have switched primarily to digital okay. because it's measurable and then we do a couple of print ads as far as the traditional side of things but when we do that we create a custom url or a qr code so that we can be able to track yes. how many people actually use that ad to go to our landing page or uh, somewhere on our site
0: and of course the qr um, code's gotten its renaissance uh, yes yes
1: i know i I was so surprised when i started seeing it come back and i'm like that's so crazy and then i realized like oh we need to be jumping on that memphis travel has done a great job of that i i've traveled there for an event uh, that the tennessee whiskey trail did a few months ago and everywhere i looked around there was a different qr code and every single one took to a different page on the Memphis Travel website. And I was like, that's brilliant. So how can we start incorporating that in Cookville? Because I'm always trying, even if I'm traveling, I'm always being inspired. Yeah,
0: I love it. Just to wrap, what I want to sort of ask you is post-pandemic adventure. Everybody mm-hmm. gets into this because in one shape or way or another, they love travel. Right. What would your, you know, assuming the world just opened up tomorrow, what is the next adventure or destination that you that's on your bucket list that you just want to uh,
1: experience? Peru and Brazil are on my list. Uh, my best friend actually used to live in Peru, and she's constantly telling me we have to go. <laughs> and then uh, my other best friend from, like, elementary school uh, actually just moved back to the States from Brazil, but she's constantly wanting to go back because she married a Brazilian man and um, going back and visiting his family. So uh, those are t- some of the top two international. Um, and then domestic where would you go? I'm trying to get a trip to Colorado right now. We've tried to plan two different trips and COVID has postponed both of those so we're looking now at hopefully doing that for New Year's.
0: Oh that's going to be incredible. Yeah. Do you you ski?
1: I don't. For me I want to go because of the outdoors, the hiking, the craft breweries, all of that side of of colorado so we were planning to do a fly into denver and then just road trip all throughout the area
0: that's incredible first of all wish you safe travels and i do hope that uh, that you get the chance to do those things very soon here thank you uh, so thank you so much for being on the podcast
1: thank you for having me on it's always a pleasure
0: stories behind tennessee tourism is an original podcast brought to you by design sensory We are a full-service, integrated marketing, advertising, and digital agency. For 20 years, we've worked with startups, small towns, to global brands across a range of industries and business sectors to bring great ideas to life. The production team is Mary Blair, editor Sarah Plemons, producer Brad Carpenter, and I'm your host, Joseph Nother. We have a blast telling these stories, and we can't thank you enough for listening. Our hope is that you've learned something new or been inspired to do something creative. If you have... I'd love it if you'd share it or pass it on. And if you like what you heard, there's more where that came from. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Our handle is at DS underscore moments, or just search for Design Sensory.